0: All of this is possible, along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. This is Megan Hillica, and I want to just give you a quick little life update um, for you we moved back into our school bus. If you are new here and you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about school bus, um, you can go listen to previous episodes about our school bus or just a quick little background. We moved into a school bus that we renovated completely, completely renovated into a motorhome, and we traveled in it for a year. And then, um, we lived in a townhouse in Minnesota for three months. Um, just this past fall and winter so now we moved back into it and we made it down to Florida where we're going to be for the next month and a half and it's so beautiful here and peaceful and there's just something so calming about the ocean and being able to get outside easily um just it's just amazing to me that there's places like this in the winter that are warm and gorgeous and it's not covered in snow. I, I do love the snow, and I know you can get outside in Minnesota in the winter, but when I'm pregnant and it's cold and there's snow, it's just so much harder for me. It's harder to do the activities that, are, that make winter enjoyable. So here it's been so easy to get on walks every single day, and I'm just loving the slower pace with my family. Um, I also wanted to let you know that I am closing the doors to Gravine Mom's Haven, Um, at the end of January so the doors will be closed and you can't join any longer so if you wanted to join now is your time and I wanted you to take a moment to think about what you're going to do instead if you don't join all this time that you've been listening to this podcast have you taken any steps to get help have you been doing the work or are you just listening to this podcast consuming and not making any changes. Um, If you want to actually make a change and to dive deeper, come join Gravy Mom's Haven before the doors close. And I'm also doing a giveaway for the month of January. Anyone that joins in the month of January, you will automatically get entered into a giveaway for a grief healing gift that would be sent to you in the mail um, if you are the lucky winner. So This gift includes a grief book, essential oil for sleep, a rescue remedy for anxiety, affirmation cards, and some other goodies that I love. So go to grievingmomshaven.com to join while you still can, and you can get entered into that giveaway. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about finding the right place to get help for you, um, whether it's a coach or a therapist or membership program. Um, I'm just kind of exploring options for me right now, looking for coach and other options. I actually, in between the twi- in between the time of kind of exploring this idea, and now I have joined a membership that I have found is helping me with what I want. But I also want to be open to other ways of getting help, um, and I would I would love a coach. So I'm going to keep looking for that as well. But I wanted to share some ideas for you because I've had this conversation multiple, multiple times with other women that I hear this again and again that like, yes, I know I need the help. And yes, I do believe my my life is in a deep state of suffering. Um, Yes, I believe that X, Y, Z type of thing would help me. And then I'm like, "What? Well, like, why haven't you gotten the help? I, I don't understand it myself because I am constantly, like, okay, how can I get help for this? What else can I do? Um, there's always options. I always believe there's things that can help me. And so I'm, I'm so." confused why they haven't gotten the help like come on like (laughs) go get the help if you believe that it'll help and they know that their trauma grief or pain is absolutely destroying their life and their ability to live a thriving and joyful life why have you not done anything to change it and the thing I hear so often is like I don't know who to go to I don't know where to go to I don't know what to do um and and they have fears and questions like will that person actually be able to help me um when you are in a state of grief and maybe trauma is like it can be so overwhelming even to find one place um and like if you try that place then it's like is that the right person are they going to to help me I don't feel like I have the energy to keep looking and looking if it's not going to work if that's not the right person and I totally get that Um, like I said, when you're in a state of exhaustion and survival, it is hard to even reach out and make the first call or join the first program. And when you think about, you know, this right person or right program, this is like a quick thought for me (laughs) as well as this is for you to think about, um, that in trying to find the right person or program, not to not get so caught up in trying to find the right one that you miss out on getting help at all. What if instead of like thinking you have one chance or one shot at getting the help, you just start exploring in that there's always something you can learn or take away from whatever you decide. So maybe you join a, a membership, a program, maybe you go to a therapist for a while and instead of thinking like that was the wrong choice or the wrong decision you get to decide that each step you take is, you know, a step forward, that each step, every decision you make is helping you move forward and you learn the things you need to learn. Um, instead of like thinking that you are making a wrong decision or that you, you are again, that's just a reminder just as much for me as it is for you, because I, I I do want to find the exact right fit And what if, I'm just allowed to choose something and not make it the wrong choice, but a choice on my path of where I want to go. And I would encourage you to do that as well. Like being open to exploring options and not making any of them mean, you know, the right or one is right or one is wrong. And just being like, okay, well, you know, that, that didn't help me in the way I was hoping, but I learned this or that from it. And then you can find something else. And, and just being open to learning whatever you can from whatever things you learn or take away. But I was also recently talking to a friend of mine about how sometimes it's not just one place or one thing or one person that helps. It's a series of people who help you out um, with something. So instead of thinking or hoping that this one person can get you through your whole experience, that there are a series of people or programs or memberships or steps or books or podcasts that will help you and be your guide along this journey. So it might not just be one person or thing that gets you from A to Z, but a whole series of things. When I think about my own grief journey specifically, I have definitely had many different people guiding me along. It was not one specific person who helped me, but the myriad of people who I invested my time, money, and energy to getting their guidance and help from. I've had a therapist, a coach. I've joined courses and memberships. I've gone to grief support groups and talked with other grieving moms and my friends and family. I've read hundreds of books, listened to many, many podcasts, and really just gotten curious with myself. And so if you are in this space of like I am seeking more help, guidance and support. I really want to to feel better and get better and learn how to live with this. But I don't know how to go about it and I don't know who to go to. I want to share some thoughts with you that I'm pondering as well as I look for someone who is specific to my needs and who I can you know, who can be a guide for me. So, the number number one that I would Encourage you to think about is what style of coaching or therapy do you like or want? Um, there are so many different styles of thought and approach out there. Some people want someone with um, more personal experience. Some people want people with more training. Um, some people want someone who focuses on a certain type of modality, the model, cognitive behavior therapy, EMDR, somatic experiencing, breathwork, tapping meditation energy healing emotion code whatever there are so many things out there and what is it for you that you are specifically looking for and this can change you know over the years like i would say in the beginning of my grief journey like i've totally shifted in how i am seeking help and support and in i i definitely kind of steer away from like anybody that's like, a, like just take all these actions and, and do these things because I really think it comes from the inside. Um, I don't know if that's making any sense, but for me, it's changed in the year over the years. Like I went to a therapist and then I shifted to coaching and now I'm more looking for a coach who knows emotions and energy type things. So I'm also working currently with an energy healer for um different pains i've had in pregnancy and i'm so curious to see what happens and i'll probably share that story on here once i have had a few more sessions with her and see how i feel so who i'm looking for and who i want to go to has changed for me over the years so what about you what type of help are you looking for and what is important for you like Just getting honest with that and what what matters to you and the type of help that you get. Um, Number two, is there someone right in front of you that could help you and you just aren't seeing them? There's this phrase that I really love that I've been kind of exploring for myself of, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I keep this in mind when I'm seeking, I'm open to who my options could be and what path feels right for me at this time. And again, it's okay if this shifts and changes, but even putting this intention out there to find someone to help you, to support you in what you're going through, and being open to what options appear to you. Um, number three was, what is your goal with what you're going through? Do you want someone to, like, just, it it? if you're looking for somebody, is it someone to just listen to you and support you? Um, I know that's very important with grief, uh, or do you want someone to help you heal a certain thing? Do you have like a specific problem you're struggling with, whether it's guilt or anger, loneliness, overeating, not sleeping, anxiety, whatever. Is there a specific problem that you want to heal or get the help for? Um, and just see if that's kind of exploring Exploring that with somebody. Um, do you want a guide that walks you through it, or a space where you can do this on your own? Like, are you a are you a graver who likes community and connection, or are you a graver who likes to do this in your own time and space? Um, do you want someone to push you and make you do things that you don't really make yourself do? Um, it really can be helpful to take time to answer these questions, especially if you've been knowing that you need help that you want the help and you just are not taking those steps to get that help or to find it um kind of like how i shared in the beginning but you're because like you're just so overwhelmed and in with how you're supposed to go about it so i just like take some time to journal on these these thoughts and explore what is important to you and what matters to you so number four Are you willing to invest time money and energy to do the work this plays into what kind of help and support you can get like do you want to do it all by yourself um do you want to kind of figure it out on your own or do you want help and support and this will be different for all of us there's really no judgment or way that you can do it right or wrong I just want to say, there's some airplanes going by overhead. Um, we are on the beach, um, right by the beach on the Florida coast, and there's a lot of Air Force stuff here. So, there's some planes going by overhead. But again, it's going to be different for all of us. You can do things on your own through books, podcasts like this one, or watching, you know, YouTube videos. Or you can invest in places like Graving Mom's Haven that are specific to child and baby loss grief that has all the tools there for you you can hire a grief coach or a therapist you can go to free support groups or paid support groups if you want to keep you know doing this on your own you can set timers every day to allow yourself to grieve like the options are endless and when when I say the options are endless I'm like there's so many options please do something like do something to help yourself But just get clear on what you're willing to invest in terms of time, money, and energy because this work is not easy. In fact, it's the hardest work you can ever do. It really is. And when I think about my own self and my own grief journey, I knew I needed help immediately. I knew for myself it was not something I could do on my own. I knew it was not something I even wanted to try to do on my own. I wanted... All the support, all the tools, everything I could find to help me because I knew that when Aria died, it, it, it's just the hardest thing you can ever go through. And so why in the world would I not want to get the help to invest time, money, and energy into getting that help and resources um, to help me out with it? So it really is the, the hardest work you can ever do. So take some time to explore this idea and like, what do you need? Do you already know if you need the accountability, the reassurance, the support, encouragement, direction or not? And notice how big of an issue this is in your life. How is it affecting your life? How much do you want to feel better? The more money, time, and energy you invest into yourself and your grief, the quicker you can feel better and learn to live your life again. But Again, that's up to you and how you want to go about it. Number five, when you're looking for someone, a program, whatever you're looking into, have they gotten results for others or been able to help others in the way um, that you want and that, that with the thing that you're working through? So this is pretty important because I know that we all want to like know that what we're doing or like the energy and effort and work that you're putting in is going to be fruitful and, and be worth it. You know, if you put a lot of any of that money, time or energy into something, you want to know that it's for something and that it's going to help. Um, so looking for other people's experiences or hearing from others how this person or program has been able to help them can help you, can help you alleviate some of the worries or fears that you may have about if they're a good fit for you or if they can help you. And really just, again, like like I was saying earlier, like we get so tied to, you know, is it going to help me? And sometimes the only way you're going to know is if you try and is if you put in the effort and work. And when I say this too, like, there is this point where somebody can give you all the tools and all the direction and all the things you're supposed to do or the things you could do and if you don't put in the work or the effort it's not going to help you so if you are kind of in this spot where you just aren't doing anything because you don't know what to do you're kind of choosing that like you might feel like you haven't made a choice but you have made a choice in doing nothing so the next one is have they this program this person therapist, coach, whatever, have they experienced what you've experienced and are they living their lives in the way that you want to live yours after walking with this grief? This one feels very important to me in particular. When I'm looking for a guide, I want someone who's been where I am and also who is living their life in a way that I want and desire to. Um, I feel like this can be especially true with grief Often different therapists or coaches learn about grief from a book and maybe they experience some grief in their lives because we all will, but they've never experienced the death of a child and this loss is just hard to understand the depth and duration and pain of it by reading about it in a book or talking to people who've been through it to understand you truly have to have lived through it and then if you want to, you know, want help and you want to get better, then this person, are they living their life in a way that you want to get to? Have they healed their trauma? Have they done the work um, with grief in their life? Are they living a happy life and able to carry grief and joy? And do they give you hope that it's possible for you? These are definitely things to ponder. Um, and for me, this is just a very interesting thought to think about. For me, it's actually quite important to... Um, Because when something terrible happens, I do think our natural inclination as people is to want to help somebody else with it, um, to use our pain to help someone else. But what I see really often is people I'm trying to figure out how to say this in the best way, so I'm just gonna say it, and I don't know, the words might not come out right, but. Often people who are in, so when you think about a a wound, um, we want to to support and help others from the scar, not the wound. And a lot of people, um, especially with grief, are trying to help other people from the wound. Um, And what that does, not only for them, is, is they don't necessarily have the capacity to hold that space for someone else because their wound is already so open themselves. And then they haven't been able to fully embody and live what it means to live fully and beautifully and authentically with grief and joy. Um, maybe because they're numbing their own pain or they're trying so hard to help others and using that as their crutch, if this makes any sense. Um, but it's just, for me, it's very important that it doesn't mean somebody has to be not human because obviously being human is, it's a part of life and we're all going to have things. But if I'm going to find somebody to help me, I want them to be somebody who really is authentic with allowing all of their stuff, um, lightness and darkness and knows how to flow with their emotions and takes responsibility for their emotions and their life. And then, they have been where I, I am that I want to get to where they are and they're living a life um, in alignment with my values and what I want. Uh, just a quick kind of example, like I want somebody who has, like I, I love to see other moms who have a lot of kids because I have a lot of kids um, and to see how they do it and if they are living their life in a way that um supports the values that I have in my life of my family is very important to me and my family comes first and then my work and business comes after and I want to be able to hold both of those and I want to be able to put energy into both and how can I do that and to see other women with a lot of children running businesses growing businesses is super inspiring for me and really helpful so that kind of went off on a tangent. (laughs) but anyways I hope that made sense um if not sometimes I stress so much that my words will come out wrong and they will be the wrong thing and I'm like I just I'm just gonna say what comes out and yeah that's just how it came out so I hope all these ideas were helpful for you as you explore your options and what's right for you I Really, I'm a big believer in there is always something or someone or a place that can help you. So don't give up and please don't just keep like trudging along in misery. Don't just keep trying to do it yourself. Get help, invest in yourself um, with whatever is calling to you and feels right to you. Of course, I would say come join Grieving Mom's Haven as this is the best place to get help with learning how to process and feel emotions and your thoughts with child loss grief. Remember that you are worth taking care of. You are worth investing in. You You are worth taking care of your mental and emotional health and it will only be as healthy and as good as what you put into it. I think often we think that like we can just kind of Get by in our lives, and we don't have to do anything. Which you can, you can do that. But if you want to be happy, if you want to learn how to live again, if you want joy again in your life, it's not going to just come. You do have to work for it. Um, So, find someone, a course, membership program, whatever it is that you feel called to join, and seriously do it now. Do not hesitate or put your future off because. The changes start when you start so all my love to you my friends take care see you next week
0: if you like this podcast and have found it helpful i want to invite you to come check out grieving mom's haven this is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms find a safe space with others who understand and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.